Hello everyone, this is Chopping It Up from AMP Records. We are in a new semester of 2020, which has been a crazy year, but for now we're your hosts. I'm Lily Wellen. I'm Jenna Withers. How has your music life been during quarantine? Well, I really, before quarantine, I really fell out of like discovering music. I kind of got really busy with life and I kind of just fell into like mainstream stuff that like I just wasn't really used to because I was always really like deep diving into like random artists that I found. Then I got back into that over quarantine, which is super nice. I like really listened to albums in full again and really picked out like some good favorites. Yeah, I kind of quarantine has done the same thing for me because I listen to the New Music Friday playlist on Spotify <laughs> now. I did that before, but I really fell out of it too, where I was just like, I don't feel like doing this. I'm just going to listen to the same five musicians over and over again. And then quarantine was like, no, let's get back into that. Let's get back into learning about new people. And honestly, like TikTok has helped with finding new music oh too, God. which is kind yeah. of wild. Totally it's- random and wild. Like that whole trending culture of like, just people, not even like people finding out new music, but it's like finding old music from like, years and years and years ago bringing it back into relevance is just nuts well and it's kind of weird too that like being on tiktok is like the new way for musicians to find fame because honestly like i when i drive my car i listen to the radio and like the radio is all tiktok songs now and like i feel like that's how people are getting their big breaks now is if their song comes a dance on tiktok then they're like they made it that's definitely true like i not even like the dancing for me, but like, I'll just hear the audios of stuff. And I'm like, oh my gosh, either number one, I haven't heard this song in forever. And I don't know why it's becoming TikTok famous now. <laughs> or number two, this is, this is super cool. I'm going to go try to track it down on Spotify. And luckily, nine times out of 10, they're already like on like viral 50 on Spotify, which is crazy. That is crazy. One other thing I wanted to talk about today too, is like, what you were saying is like how Fleetwood Mac's song Dreams has become like a big trending topic and how Gen Z thinks it's like this new song and it reminds me too of uh when Kanye West did that song with Paul McCartney and every oh oh, and everyone was like who's this Paul McCartney and it's like oh my Um, god this is from he's from the Beatles like it's just crazy how TikTok is kind of bringing that back that resurgence of people not really realizing these legendary musicians existing (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> That's what happened with uh, when Post Malone dropped his last album. He dropped a song with Ozzy Osbourne, and everyone was like, who is Ozzy Osbourne? I'm like, hello, what? How do you not know who Ozzy Osbourne is? Like, what? Right, like, he had his own, like, reality show with his family, and he yeah. was in a band. He has all these songs. It's just, it's so funny to me that it's coming like that. And I know it's probably funny for, like, our parents and stuff to hear, like, their kids yeah. again singing all the songs they grew up on. Yeah. You know what made me feel old, though? I was uh, not even, like, hearing, like, I'm sure for, like, the people who, like, are in their, like, late 20s, early 30s, hearing, like, Fleetwood Mac is probably, like, crazy. But when, like, Love Story by Taylor Swift was a trend, like, a few months ago, and all of, like, the, like, tiny little Gen Z kids were like, oh, my gosh, this song is so fun. Who is this? I'm like, it's Taylor Swift. What? How do you not know what Love Story is? Well, and, like, it's not like Taylor Swift is irrelevant right now. Like, she just released all this music, and, like, she's constantly on the charts and constantly talked about. 
which I guess could lead us into folklore came out during quarantine and there's several other albums like Dua Lipa released her album during quarantine and then Ariana Grande just teased that in the next two weeks she's going to be putting out a new album called Positions which I my roommates are obsessed with Ariana Grande and they were like Lily did you see what she was typing on her Instagram video and I was like uh, I thought she was just like making music and then like, she typed positions and so then I was like oh my god that totally went over my head but it's kind of crazy to see I mean I guess it's expected but it's kind of cool to see like all these musicians still working on music and finding ways to produce this on their on their own they're not getting the big studio time they used to they are really just doing a lot of this on their own oh my gosh I know it's crazy I really enjoyed I think Folklore is like by far one of the best albums she's ever put out if not the best album and she created it entirely in quarantine I think that's absolutely mad I loved that album in its entirety I have listened to it on repeat like since it came out in what what was it July I think I like am fully fully obsessed with it still to this day I feel like that album was a perfect combination of old and new. It kind of brought her back to like an older sound she has, but also kind of discovered a new side of her, like the folksier side. But like, it's similar to what you guys all grew up on. Cause like the slowness of the songs are like her teardrops on my guitar and like the emotions of it is very similar after like having songs like Shake It Off. It's, it was kind of nice for her to go back to her element and her roots and be like, this is who I am. Yeah. I don't know if you felt that way as a fan. (laughs) Yes. I mean, I've been a Taylor Swift fan, like, since the beginning, but, like, a casual fan. There are some, like, people who are, like, really in it to win it, and I'm not as crazy about it. Like, I've never seen her in concert or anything like that, but I really enjoyed that album just because, like you said, it kind of, like, brought back some of her, like, old sounds. Like, uh, the track Betty is really, like, kind of got like the country sound that she started with and that's by far one of my favorite tracks on the album I'm trying to think of other quarantine albums that dropped I mean how are we going to define a quarantine album like album solely created during quarantine or just dropped during quarantine how do we define that I feel like just dropped during quarantine because from like uh like pod other podcasts I've listened to and stuff a lot of these people weren't sure if they wanted to drop albums during this time because they didn't want to seem insensitive to what's going on in the world. But then other people were like, this is a great like happiness to bring to people, some new music that we've been working on. And so it's it's hard to say because it's a mix because even, even if they didn't create it during quarantine, it's different to promote an album during quarantine too because you have to do everything virtual. Like at the beginning, well, I guess it's kind of still going on, but I know that like talk shows have, actually gone back to the studio but at the beginning like these people I know for Dua Lipa like she did this huge virtual performance for like Jimmy Fallon and James Corden where she had Zoom with all her dancers all of her like bands and stuff like that so I feel like even if they didn't create it if they created it before quarantine it's still considered a quarantine album because like they have to find new ways of promoting it without going on a tour so they have to do live streams they have to do unique ways to perform on tv shows and talk shows you know oh yeah absolutely it's just a weird thing it's so weird I thought it was super creative uh at the very beginning of quarantine 
the band Five Seconds of Summer dropped their album Calm. And that was like, just as everything was just peaking for the first time during quarantine. And they had to get creative on how they were going to promote the album since all their promotion at the last minute got dropped. So uh, they started doing like Zoom interviews and all that kind of stuff that we all are used to now. Uh, but they created their music video for their song Wildflower on someone's iPhone. And it was just recorded on the iPhone. And it was, I think it was also like primarily edited on a phone. And it ended up being like one of the coolest music videos I've ever seen. It was like super like trippy and psychedelic and super, super cool. I know that John Legend did something similar too, where he created like, or he had like fans send videos and like Ariana Grande and Justin Bieber did that oh, for their yes. uh, stuff with you. Cool. Yep. They had fans send in videos of themselves dancing to the song. And like, that's a cool way to do. I just, I feel like this time has really just, showed how much more musicians can do and it probably like showed themselves like oh I can do a lot without these people which will be interesting to see how that turns out when things start to open up again and like go back to this new normal where or like when studios open up where people need them as much or can they do this on their own or maybe this will give them opportunities for more up-and-coming artists to utilize those resources if the larger artists don't need them as much anymore. It's just, it'll be interesting to see what happens with all of that. Oh, yeah, definitely. I mean, I already know, like, some people who are, like, rappers who, like, solely don't need a, don't need a studio whatsoever, and they just do everything from home, and it's so crazy that, like, people have, like, the abilities to do that from home and not need to go and get professionals to do all that for them. Right. So other things that have come up for quarantine is now McDonald's are doing this weird like musician meals. And I feel oh, like yeah. they started doing that because probably because people were like, I want to support locals, so I'm not going to go to McDonald's. But then they <laughs> started putting out, I don't know, that's just my prediction of why it might not be the truth. But it is kind of weird that now they're selling out of these meals. I have the Travis Scott meal was the first one and it was $6 combo that is a quarter pounder with cheese, bacon, lettuce, onions, pickles, ketchup, and mustard, plus fries with barbecue dipping sauce and a Sprite. And then Jay Balvin's meal is a Big Mac medium fries and an Oreo McFlurry. See, that one, I would say, is a little more creative, in my opinion. Just the, I mean, they're both, like, not super innovative or creative on their own. I thought when McDonald's was saying, like, oh, we're going to do these celebrity meals, that they were going to, like, make their own and, like, just start something completely new. No, they just decided to take stuff off the, like, normal menu and just, like, add just a slight twist to it. Right, but it's, it, it, it's kind of weird that it's, like, this resurgent of these things that we've always had be, like, oh, now this is super popular again, a Big Mac, because yeah. Jay Balvin eats it. <laughs> yeah. It's just so wild to me. And it makes me wonder, like, what other musicians they're going to recruit to do this. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I mean, the Travis Scott one really blew up, like, so quickly. Like, everyone was super excited about that on the internet. And that even became, like, an obnoxious TikTok trend where people would go through the drive throughs They would be like, welcome to McDonald's. What, what can we get you? And then the people would be, like, in their car. They're like, you know what we want. And then they would blast uh, sicko mode. They would, they would blast, like, the beat to sicko mode in the car. and. I heard that like 
uh, McDonald's employees got like super mad about it because it would be like right in their like um, headset. Well, and that's, I was just going to say that I was like, wow, I'm sure the workers just love that whenever people did that. Yeah. Oh God. So obnoxious, but uh, I guess anything to like bring happiness during this time. Oh my God. For sure. Um, I know that too, everyone's doing these live streams, but Miley Cyrus specifically is doing this new backyard sessions, which I know you oh. have been looking into. Yes. I just, I watched them all this morning because I couldn't watch them this weekend. And ugh, I, she was just born to do rock and roll. I don't know how else to describe it. It was just like, in, it's been in her blood this whole time and now it's just coming forward. So I noticed that she did, she did her own backyard sessions on her own YouTube channel. And then she did some with MTV. And uh, in addition to all that, she was really blowing up this weekend. In addition to that, she also did a uh, social distance performance for the YouTube music Save Our Stages Fest. Oh, yeah. And, and she did um, a cover of uh, zombie by the cranberries which has gone like totally viral now and they like the internet is just loving it I just am not shocked by that because I really feel like she can do anything because she has her country roots mm -hmm. then she kind of did like the pop star life and then had a little bit of like a rap thing with like uh what's that song 23 or whatever yes and now she's going back to like she's really honing in and what she wants to do you can tell like she you can tell this is like her style this is the direction she wants to go is have this more rock and roll feel I feel like people have mixed reviews on when artists do covers but I feel like it's cool to see how artists like reinvent a song especially somebody as popular as Miley Cyrus but also to like kind of show, bring us into her own world by this is my backyard this is like my space oh my god you know, it's a cool thing. And I know other musicians have been doing that with like the tiny desk concerts. They've been doing tiny desk concerts at home where they'll like be like, this is my bedroom or this is my living room. <laughs> and yeah. it's kind of a cool way to like get to know your favorite musicians. It's crazy because Miley has been doing her backyard sessions for years now. She did, she did that cover of Jolene, like, I, don't know, I think that was like seven or eight years ago. And that has, that was like so, so good. And then just over time, she's really been like the cover queen, I would say, and done it successfully where it just like, people have actually been confused on whether she, it's like her song because she just performs it so well. It's crazy. Yeah. And I mean, and it, and it's also cool that she, like she has such a connection to Dolly Parton that I feel like that is another reason why it's just become such a big thing for her, I guess. The last thing we should cover is what has been your like major quarantine album? Cause you've oh been God. listening to this backyard sessions, but like, yeah. and so much more music has come out. Like what's been your main, like one that you've really enjoyed listening to during this time? Oh my gosh. I, I don't know if I can pick just one. Okay, I, a I top really, three. Yes. I can do a top three. Okay. Um, well, I'll bring it back really quick to calm by five seconds of summer. That was like my first one during quarantine. That was just like, I listened to it on repeat, full album. I thought it was great. And then after that, I would say I really liked Women in Music Part 3 from Haim. Mm -hmm. uh, I thought that was a super great album. And uh, 
Okay, I'm gonna go with four. I'm gonna go with four because I just can't decide. Uh, Chromatica uh, was also amazing. And then last but not least, uh, my absolute favorite, which was uh, Tickets to My Downfall by Machine Gun Kelly that just came out two weeks ago. So, so good. Okay. What about you? So Chromatica is just always constantly playing in my apartment because I live with three huge Lady Gaga fans. So I feel like that's definitely one of mine just because I constantly hear all the time. And other ones, I feel like I'm losing my mind and trying to think of what has come out. But I feel like one of them is Dua Lipa for sure because I love like the disco vibes of it. And it's just so fun. And it came out right at the beginning of quarantine. And I feel like it was like the perfect like summer tracks to jam out to. And I hear those songs over and over again. And I still just don't get sick of them. I think it's just so different from her from like, but also like still is her in a way. And it's just cool to hear all of those songs. Oh gosh, I'm trying to think of everything. I really liked Glass Animal's new album, Dreamland. Dreamland, that was also very good. Yeah, I have I have always been a fan of them, and they haven't brought put out new music in a while. And it, I just always like their like dream pop sound. It's like re, it's relaxing. It's nice to have just playing in the house while you're stuck there, like while you do things. Yep. Um, I'm trying to think of what else because there's just so much. I don't remember if th- I think this was right at the beginning of quarantine. But one of my favorite albums probably of 2020 is um, Selena Gomez's Rare. Oh, yeah. I think she dropped Rare right before quarantine. Like, yes. I think it was like February-ish. But that's one I've been listening to a lot. Because I've always liked her, but I just really like this album in general. Because it, I just, it's more fun. The songs are just like so catchy. And it's just I like the collaboration she did with Six Lack or Black. I don't know how I to print. I think it's Black. <laughs> I'm, not, black. I'm not don't up to date on those things. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, I've been trying to, like you, listen to a lot of different stuff. Like I listened to Ellie Goulding's new album, Fiona Apples oh. and stuff. Oh my God, I forgot about Fiona Apple. That one was like, that one really like got a lot of critical acclaim. Yeah, and Alanis Morissette put out new music, mm-hmm. a whole new album, so I listened to that. So it's, like, hard to, like, put gra- – quarantine has been so long, it's hard for me to grasp, like, what was I listening to during this? What was before I know. This? What was, oh like – what? so it, that was harder than expected to come up with things, but those yeah. are, like – and I've also just been enjoying, like, new music coming out, too, like, WAP, like, that song is going to, like, go down <laughs> yeah. in history. WAP will be in my brain for the rest of my life. Right? (laughs) So I've just been enjoying, like, even just new singles. Sam Smith put out Diamonds, which I love him. And then Sean Mendes put out Wonder, which he's one of my favorites. So I've been enjoying singles more than albums right now just because I'm anticipating all the new stuff to come, really. Yeah. I mean, there's tons coming up, which I hope we'll uh, we'll dive into in the next few weeks of the podcast. Yeah. Like you mentioned, Ariana Grande is coming out with an album later this month. Also, Adele is is like hinting at some new music by the end of the month. And then last but not least, we've mentioned her the entire podcast, but Miley Cyrus is supposed to be dropping her new album in November. So well, she she released a really cool single during quarantine too, Midnight Sky. Midnight Sky. Yeah. 
we're we're just consuming all sorts of music but yes we will definitely cover this and especially we're gonna try to do this podcast a lot since we have the time yeah yeah <laughs> and sure. this semester is a unique one for us i hope you enjoy hearing about all this music news keeping you up to date on amp stuff as well which yes is all in the process right now. So we can't announce too much, but be on the lookout for new things to come. Absolutely. All right, we'll talk to you next time. Goodbye.